OMG. Retreat, retreat. How's it going, mate? Oh, it's going well. It has been a very, well, I guess you could say productive and or lucky last couple of days for me in particular. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just getting some, some in-game luck with like drops and stuff. On the mobile game. Seven Deadly Sins, is it? Certainly did, yeah. Got some, it's, yeah, there's a lot of random sort of summoning of characters, and I managed to get two of the best ones in one poll, so I'm very happy. That's cool. Is yeah. it, is it kind of, I, I know, so if it's free, is there a lot of microtransactions, but you can get everything for free if you work hard enough, sort yeah, of? Yeah, if you work hard enough and you save up, you can, you can definitely get what you would normally get if you paid, but yes, I'd like sure. to save up in game stuff. That actually relates to what I wanted to ask you about Bleeding Edge because it makes a lot of sense oh. now that they've got a lot of um, appearance microtransactions in that game. I mean, it makes sense. That's, I was going to actually ask. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Can you? I don't think. I don't think you can pay for in-game currency, can you? Oh, can you not? I don't know. I haven't looked, but I don't think you can. I just assumed you could, and I, you know, I thought that was going to be their main revenue driver from that game. Yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Well, so here's the thing, because I know you bought it outright. I didn't know if you got a lot of the appearance packs and stuff on launch because you bought it. Yeah, so the, if you pre-ordered it and you played the beta, you got a, I think what's called like the punk pack or something. Yeah. So there's certain yeah. characters that sort of uh, lend themselves to having quite a punk look. Yeah. So yeah, you got that. But other than that, I haven't really seen much else. Okay. Right. Yeah, so, I've actually um, saved maybe... up quite a bit of in-game currency on that because I played the beta and everything tra- like transitioned oh, over. Oh, right, so you got currency on the beta as well. I've already bought a few things like appearance-wise in the game already. So Great. Well, yeah. well, I mean, that leads on to the very important thing that you told me earlier this week, Jay. Oh, God. About what... Bleeding Edge. What about it? <laughs> so <coughs> we've both played the actual game now. You played oh, both betas. Yeah. Okay, I did. Yeah, <clears throat> you yeah. turned on the game and... Oh, yeah, the achievements popped, didn't they? <laughs> the achievements popped. Well, four out of ten of them did. Um, well, no, but what you, uh, all the progress you earned on it, roughly, has, yeah, has, has I think has apart, from, apart from two, which were to get 200,000 damage dealt. You think you've uh, already done that? Yeah, and there was actually there was more than that because there was also like capture points as well, which I'd already mm-hmm. done. So yeah, I think they okay. they sort of didn't keep that stuff the same, but other Track, things they yeah. did. Yeah, mate, that's still pretty good. I'd yeah. be pretty happy with that. Yeah, just a quick um, and easy. I mean, I could easily get a thousand yeah. on that very quickly. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, I think, mate, I think it's a great achievement list. It's a great achievement list for a multiplayer game, which just makes you want to play it more. Like, it's not that hard. It'll just take time. You know, it's like deal, like you say, deal a certain amount of damage, like 200,000 damage, heal 100,000 HP, you know, capture 50 points or whatever. Mm. So they're all, and there's only like 12 of them. I've already got four and I've played it for like a couple of hours and it's all completely achievable. I think it's a fantastic achievements list. It makes me want to play the game more, which I think is what achievement lists should do. So props to them. Yeah, props definitely. to them. But so we we played some last night, didn't we? Was it last night? Yeah, we played. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Last How night. did you? Yeah. We had, and um, I think we both had a quite a bit of fun on it. Yeah, I having already played it quite a while, I sort of knew 
how things would turn out at certain points during the game. So I was sort of like leading you, telling you maybe, you know, which way to go or which enemy to focus on, stuff like that, which was quite fun to do. Yeah, man, it was like I was get it was like a constant stream of information. It was like, right, Nick, you don't get okay, leave that point, go capture B. Okay, I'm gonna go to A. Okay, don't kill all right, okay, kill Galaga. What who's that? It's the old granny, it's the old granny. Oh, oh yeah, it was it was good, it was good. Um because all the characters are quite different. So uh it's just a case of kill yeah. the guy in the wheelchair, kill the guy in the wheelchair. Um yeah, so I was just following exactly what you were telling me to do basically. But it was really fun, actually. Yeah, um, a lot a lot of that was sort of like knowledge of previous multiplayer games i'd say mainly like a mixture of of call of duty and league of legends yeah like it like the class base kind of like attack heal um tank yeah but it, it was more of the map awareness stuff i think sure, sure. like i was I, i'm constantly my eye is like always going towards the map like i'm looking at what i'm doing but every yeah. couple of seconds i'm like twitching towards the map to see exactly where everybody is on the <laughs> look at my eye twitching yeah sure yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah and uh i quite like the look of the maps i quite like the look of the game it feels fresh there is a bit of lag we we encountered a bit of lag playing yeah it's 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 weird it's it's been like that since the beta but i think you kind of have to have that slightly just because well, of, I think, millions or well, thousands of people are playing it basically yeah i from, think it's also to do with like the weirdly like i think the game requires quite a bit of like processing are you sure yeah i think it does i think the art is sort of lends itself to needing a bit more processing there's a bit more going on in the background okay so i think a lot of that comes from network issues or and or sort of processing power of what it requires yeah but i mean again if red dead 2 can run you know, and I know I can't compare that to everything, unless I will. But if that game can look the way it does and run fairly oh, that's, that's smooth, a good point. yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I, I don't know how games work. I, I don't yeah. know how games work, though, mate. I don't. Yeah, you know I mean, like maybe you're right. Maybe that many players and you know a graphic in with the graphics they use. Maybe it does it is using the the limits of the hardware. I don't know enough, but mm. it looks good. Um, it is fun, although. The second match, so we played three matches together. The second match, or four, the second match was really frustrating because it feels like uh, this is the first time I've played a game like this where you've got attack, heal, and um, tank. Mm. This is the first kind of game I've played like this properly. I haven't played Overwatch. So I was very much, you know, a huge learning curve for me, and I'm just playing attacks. I don't really know what else to do, and I find the other roles a bit boring, basically. Yeah, apart no. from heal, heal's alright. Um, so yeah, so we we were playing together, and I felt that I think we both agreed that if you don't play as a team in these types of games, you there's just no point in playing at all. And we don't have, you know, two or three people to con- constantly... That was my doorbell. Apologies. Apologies. <laughs> um, we don't have a constant, you know, people ready to play Bleeding Edge with us. So it can be difficult for us. Because even if us two, even if I'm going under your lead, you're still going to have uh, the other team all working together and just kicking our butts, basically. Yeah, I think cooperation and, and being able to communicate things definitely is... Has always been vital in these types of games, and even like even when you boot up the game, it makes a point of saying, "Look, communication is key with this. Make sure you have people that you're talking to, or at least talk to the people on your team, even mm. if you don't know them." Which is you know difficult to do sometimes because not everyone is willing to listen. So. Yeah, 
what what would you say as someone who play? I mean, to be fair, you said that you played a lot of these games solo, and you basically stopped playing Overwatch because of this issue, didn't you? Yeah, it took a while though. Like the excitement of the game, and the you know the artwork and the mechanics of it sort of kept me going for quite a while. But it does it does start to get a bit. Like I I I remember saying before how I like to be rewarded in games fairly often. Like I want to be able to get a good loot drop or you know yeah. get a good amount of XP after I get a kill or something like that. And it's it's the same with these types of games. I want I want my time put into the game to be reflected in me winning more often. Yeah, um, but it's not always like the case. better stuff, but not stuff that's going to overpower you, which is a bit hard balance, isn't it? Like yeah, you, you... want to be rewarded so that you feel like you're getting better at the game, but you don't want to feel that you know level one players can't kill you. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, what I mean, what I mean is, if you were jumping in as a level one, you wouldn't want to be constantly killed by a level fifty uh, just because yeah, of the stuff true. they've got. This is true. If yeah, you know what I mean. in this game, there's no like you know better gear or anything you're always coming into each match the same you're all equal the only thing that's different yeah. is your skill level basically of like how good yeah. you are comparatively to someone who may or may not have played it before so yeah yeah which i like yeah. i like about that's the one thing i do like about these is it's all a level playing field and if you've played it enough then you're gonna you you're like you, you know the longer you play it, you are gonna get better at it it's just yeah. You've got hope the other people you're playing with are equal, which is kind of why I was hoping there was going to be some sort of like ranked system, but I don't think there is at the moment. No, I don't think there is either. Because you can usually tell. Point. I think that's actually when Overwatch got slightly better, is when they started to have the ranked matches. People who yeah. were better were, you know, playing with other people, so you were more likely to actually do better in ranked than you would have done in in normals or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like, yeah, I like rank stuff. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, so it's what? How are we measuring? I guess you're measuring it on the um, rewards. You, oh, what? No, no. There is ranks. You get don't you level up each character? No, and I mean your like overall? ranked matches. Like uh, you get like a like a so bomb, so that so that old type situation. So that you're always competing against people of of a similar level. Uh, yeah, same rank as you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah. is fair. I I can appreciate a system like that. I mean, they they go all the way back to Call of Duty like four, don't they? What like ranked Rank matches? matches? Yeah, um, or even before that. Yeah, I never used to play them in the Call of Duty ones. Actually, I think I only played them in the, some of the more recent ones. Okay. Because my competitiveness wasn't really like that yet. It's sort of. I'd say Overwatch was probably my first real introduction into like competitive PvP. It was always just normals normal matches and just sort of playing for fun really yeah yeah okay okay i guess you can so, compare it to call of duty actually because the amount of times you'd lose in a call of duty game would oh usually be because there's a bunch of bad people on your team so yeah that's true unless you're playing the free-for-all or something like that but yeah, yeah i get i get what Although, you're saying if you've got one person on the team who is so good they can carry the entire team and win the whole <laughs> thing for true. you which is what i sort of <laughs> hope for players. when i'm playing bleeding edge or i could hope i could be that for someone else in bleeding edge at least sure but yeah. yeah but it is fun um i don't think it'll be look if if it comes to like oh what are you doing nick yeah yeah let's hop on bleeding edge for like an hour sure maybe but like i'm not gonna commit conscious time to it <laughs> i think at this point i've yeah. had a good sh- shot at it we had some good fun i think there's other stuff i want to play now um, yeah, exactly. especially with a couple I mean, we we spoke before about how, uh, I, at least I 
said that I was more of a sort of like a, a campaign type person, I suppose. Yeah. We do like our single player modes of, you know. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And lore and stuff. And, you know, even though Bleeding Edge can serve as this, I, you know, I love Red Dead 2 at the moment because it's serving as that podcast game for me mm. where I can pretty much not have to worry about missing any, you know, um, important dialogue because I've finished most of the story and side missions. Uh, well, all of them, essentially. Mm. So I can just kind of, you know, get all the collectibles, mop up everything I've got to do, do challenges without having to worry about missing any dialogue. So I can just listen to podcasts all day long while playing that. So, uh, and again, Bleeding Edge can do that because I guess you can, you know, you're not listening to important dialogue, but I don't know. Just uh, it isn't doing it enough for me to keep going. Sure. Um, but if if we had a team of really great people, you know, I probably would be a bit more motivated. But it was we. I think we had a good time. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. It definitely yeah. made it more fun. Like even losing, I was like, well, at least we tried a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah. Like I yeah, know yeah, I, yeah. how much effort I put in versus if I was on my own and lost it. It feels different. Yeah. Yeah. And I finished Mass Chief Collection, finished mm. Halo Reach. Thank yes. you. Thank yes. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny, actually, because um, my mate, he helped me do, well, it was the uh, Cooper who um, designed the logo for this podcast okay. uh, or helped helped produce it. Um, yeah, he was helping me get one last achievement where you basically you just load up a certain firefight custom match and you kill loads of jackals with a rocket launcher. And my jackal cat kill counter had stopped. So I couldn't get the achievement. Oh. So that was that is how I'm leaving that game. Um, not with one, but two glitched achievements. Technically three. Oh, that's really bad, actually. So, yeah. um, so that's not getting installed ever again. But, you know, I thought well, I'd just wrap up that story. Go on. Yeah, I was going to say, because they, sometimes they come back and fix those types of things, don't they? Exactly, mate. But I don't know how many patches they've put out at this point. I was they... going to say, yeah, too many. Mate, so they so they first patched it when it first came out. They've then patched it again um, because they wanted to update it for the Xbox One X, so like make it all fancy 4K, 60 frames, whatever. And then... They've now updated it twice following the launch of Halo Reach on PC and Halo 1 uh, or Halo Anniversary on PC, which only came out a couple of weeks ago. And every single one of those that comes out on PC, they're updating all the main menu look for the Master Chief Collection. So again, it's one of those things where I'm thinking, listen, I'm loving this treatment. However, you've got to wonder, are you sure you don't want to put these resources to Halo Infinite? But... They've mm. probably got, I'm sure they've got more than enough people working on it, hopefully. But wrap that up. So that's, a, you know, a, a weight off my shoulders, so to um, speak. Dusted, yeah. And as I mentioned, um, I'm playing a lot of Red Dead 2 at the moment. I've jumped back into it. The daunting list of things to do is slowly crippling down through time basically yeah, it's yeah. no real skill <laughs> i'm replaying through the story missions and getting them as gold which can take some skill oh, wow, uh, and yeah. some of them some of them are real pain in the bum so what i'll do is i'll replay it i'll watch all the cutscenes again for the second time uh and then every if i have to replay it, <clears throat> excuse me if i have to replay it more than once then i'll I'll just skip the cutscenes because i don't care that much about them yeah. and um <clears throat> So I'm doing that. So when I get bored of story missions or I get stuck, I'll go back into the open world and vice versa. And I'm just getting those collectibles, really, like plants and hunting down birds. 
uh, yeah, for I remember their having to do that for the first Red Dead, and that just that just took so long. <laughs> Mate, it's a whole another level for Red yeah, Dead Two, right? Yeah, I mean, Red Dead. I did a fair now. amount of it during the story, and I can't tell you how much this left to do. It it is to the I can't. I want to get your thoughts on this, mate. So Red mm. Dead 1, I think, had just pushed the boat out a little too far with, with what you're talking about with the collectibles. Red Dead 2, for me, I love it so much that even if I'm not having like loads of fun on it, because I'm using it as a podcast game, I can kind of justify the time I'm spending with it. Oh, My see. question yeah. to you is... I assume you just wouldn't bother, like, if it wasn't being fun enough for you or there was just, like, Witcher 3, there's just way too much to do, there's there's 200 hours of content to do, you just you just step away, you just wouldn't bother, or...? Hmm. It really would have to compare, like, it would it would have to depend on the game itself, I suppose. Uh, one I could compare this to fairly recently, which I won't go into too much detail, was uh, Fallen Order. Okay. Because I had when I was trying to complete that 100 percent and get platinum, it, there was a lot of collectibles. Yeah. Um, that but were isn't quite that tedious. more like a? Isn't that? Have you played God of War, Jay? Uh, wait, what, the more recent one. Yeah. No. Oh Jesus Christ! I have it. I just don't haven't played it yet. Oh my God! <sighs> have you not? Have you not well, played I, it? I played the original ones. I yeah, no, I. Those, but they're very yeah, man, they're great. God of War. Oh. Okay, well, I didn't mean to distract you. I was just no, going to say that they sound very similar in their lengths and completion um, efforts. What you mean, God of War and Fallen Order? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh well, I, yeah, I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't know. Like okay. fifty hours. Kind. Oh, wow. Uh, I think I did it in less than that. So. Oh, okay. That's. I didn't good. rush it either. That's good. So what what were you gonna say? Sorry. So yeah. So you you had that kind of experience. See, um, for me, Red Dead Two is just like a whole. Like I could, I'll check it out for next week maybe. But I've probably put on like three hundred hours on Red Dead Two. Oh wow. Okay. And I've still um, got like a lot to do. The so I was going to ask you sort of a question, sort of uh, to do with this in the sense mm-hmm. of did you get collectibles as you were playing it the first time round or did you Correct. just like, miss everything and then come back and get it later on no no so i mean you you probably know this but if i can i will get every collectible before before i finish the main story yeah unless the story is that um what would you call it like thrilling and addictive that i want to finish it but mm. usually i will definitely do at least at the very least some of the side stuff and I'll do as much as I can until until I get bored and I think, you know what, I need a story to drive me here because if not, I'm just going to stop playing this game. Mm. Um, th- so, for example, I'm trying to think of an example where I finished. So, Sp- uh, Spider-Man. Oh, what, finished... the PS4 one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't, actually, because the... St- so. I did a lot of the side stuff, but the story was actually getting good enough to me that um, I finished the story before the side stuff. But oh, okay. typically, in a game like that, I would absolutely finish all the side stuff before finishing the main story. Yeah, no, I think I did it that way, where I finished it, all the side stuff before. That's good.
I don't know why. Uh, well, this is probably poor of me, Jay, but I always assume you to be a you know play through the story, play minimum <laughs> side missions. Uh, I think actually, if we, I think we spoke about it before about with Borderlands Three. Uh, this this sort of time round, I've yeah. made it a point to. I mean, even when I was playing the DLC, the new DLC this morning. I, whenever yeah. I do a main mission, there tends to be at least two or three side missions that come up just after it's finished. So I'll finish yeah. those two, two or three side missions before I go on to the next main mission. Great. Okay. Just so Is that the DLC you sorry? Later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, great. I feel like it, like in this particular instance, the the side missions tend to actually like they tend to tell you more about what's going on in that area at the time. So by the time you come back to it, you've already forgotten what what would have happened if like I think you're spot on, mate. Yeah, Yeah, so I think think it's more to do with like the actual like knowing what's going on in the area more than anything else. Yeah, I think you miss a lot. Yeah, I think you miss a lot of like lore and stuff as well too. Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, I completely understand. I want to keep it fresh, keep it fresh in the mind at the time, and then forget about it later, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you want to tick off off the list? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So you've played the. You said you've been playing it all morning, sort of well, early yeah. afternoon today. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to touch it yet, which is mm. bash. Is it bashful the right word? I don't know, but I will <laughs> let you know, mate. While I, before I let you go on to your thoughts on it, um, that I did the uh, the claptrap boss on Mayhem Four. Oh, sweet Mayhem nice, Four. Nice, nice, nice. Um, once on Mayhem Three, once on Mayhem Four, and I'm level fifty three. Fifty three. Okay, sweet. So you've only got four more levels to go. <laughs> yeah, so I'll I'll probably drop it down to Mayhem Two, so it's not too hard for me because I'm, I'm a wuss. So it's not too hard for me during the DLC, and then just finish the DLC and see what level I am. But you, oh, okay. you've um, you do it that way. You, okay. yeah, yeah. Sure. So you uh-huh. you grinded to fifty seven in like an hour. Yeah, it took me like less than an hour, I think. I went from, I went from fifty three to fifty seven in like thirty minutes, maybe. Okay, wow, Jesus. If that, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, that's because I put it on Mayhem Four, and you get like a thousand extra. A thousand percent extra XP, so yeah, very handy that way. And and you've yeah, so you've been playing the DLC. So what do you think of it, mate? I'm very impressed so far. Right, okay. Um, please, I, no details, please. Uh, no, no massive details. Just that uh, the atmosphere is always good uh, in these kind of DLCs. I found that in the first DLC, the atmosphere wasn't as I don't know. It it wasn't as good for me. I think oh, the yeah. It, the, I liked the the overall DLC of the first the first one, but it didn't quite feel like a Borderlands DLC to me. Okay, it felt slightly different. Whereas this one feels a bit more, you know, dark and gritty, which I like. Yeah, it definitely looks like you know it's got you got you written all over it. Kind of a um. HL is it what's his name Lovecraft or whatever like oh, yeah, every Lovecraft, time yeah. every yeah. time there's a, a dark room it's like, oh it's Lovecraft Lovecraft inspired yeah <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah I agree but um <laughs> I'm only, I'm only kidding but you definitely I think the first I think you're right the first DLC doesn't provide a particular atmosphere but it is fun and it was, yeah, it no, was significant fun. um so this one sounds more moody and you've yeah. been enjoying the, you know, the dialogue and the characters oh, and the, the dialogue time. Dialogue is amazing. Like, there's a lot. Okay. I, the one thing I do love about Borderlands is the references. Yeah, there's so yeah. many good references. I mean, I couldn't tell you what they were now, but when I like when I heard them, I was like, oh yeah, like they're, they're calling back to like Borderlands one or two, like from like a specific you remember DLC that mission. But, yeah, there's certain like DLC missions from Borderlands one and two that are so niche. 
but they're like referencing it now. Jeez, I don't even know if I if I would remember the reference. To be honest with you, mate. Yeah, there's yeah yeah. I mean, there was some stuff I was like, was that from that or was it from something else? But yeah, sure. Wow, I love it when they do that. Like it, even like you know, like a lot of a lot of Borderlands humor is what comes off too with the DLCs. They tend to pack in a lot more of that, and they actually they pull it off really well. Yeah. I think some people Good. think it's really like tacky, but I think it's it's one of the main staples of Borderlands, and I'm glad they still do it. I do like the over-the-top humour. I do think, though, that the writing went down a peg from two to three. Really? Uh, I th- yeah, I do. I think oh, there's okay. some very questionable uh, dialogue choices in three. Oh, what, you and... mean like certain words they were saying? or? Uh, well, just I just didn't think the quality was as high as two. I don't think it was... I think some of the lines were bad. But overall, I don't think that it was written poorly. But some mean, of the like dialogue the I found campaign? bad. Main campaign and some of the DLC, not as oh, much okay. in the DLC, not as sure, much in the sure. DLC. I don't uh, know if they heard the feedback or not. But I will say um, the voice acting in this one is really good so far. Okay, cool. I always thought Hammerlock was fantastic. So yeah, no, those those characters are really well done. Great. Okay, well, I'm I'm thoroughly looking forward to playing it later, mate. Oh. I'm glad to hear you're enjoying it. I'm sure next week we can probably talk about how we finished it, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. my plan is to have it done in the next three days or so, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Hopefully. cool. And then you've, I mean, we talk about Bleeding Edge, so you've also been playing Final Fantasy VII? Um, yeah. <laughs> Kind of. I mean, I was. It was it's more on the dot. With... It's the only. It's the only reason I mention it. <clears throat> yeah, it's more. That's more to do with like what's coming up with the remake. I think in the future. Um, now that I've got oh, okay. time to play it, I think. Uh, when's it coming out, mate? Well, when's it scheduled I to come out? I Think the tenth of April. Wow. Okay, so it's pretty close. Yeah. So. A couple oh, of I see. So yeah, I was just okay. thinking. I was listening to some podcasts earlier, and there people were saying, "Um, oh yeah, I've got to play a game for embargo." So I assume that would probably be that game at this point, wouldn't it? Mm. There's no other big releases coming out, is there? Not I really. No. I can't. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Sorry. Yeah. So you you just kind of you're looking forward to that now. You're buying it on launch. You pre-ordered it. Yeah, I'm t- I'm tempted to pre-order it. Actually, I'm I'm still debating on whether to do it. I'm, I don't I don't think I can justify the higher price. I think the base game by itself might actually be worth getting just the base. What? Sorry, what do you mean? Like uh, the the extra stuff you get for the remake. Oh, okay. Uh, isn't really justified too much. I don't think. Yeah, I think if you okay. were going to get this game, it would either be the base by itself, or it'd be like the really special edition that costs like two hundred quid or something. <laughs> Okay, but I'm not going to do that because I think they all sold out already. So, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's a popular game in it. But are you going to play the original before this one comes out? We're not really going to have time at this nah, point. I don't have time at this point. I'll, uh, I've played it once before, so I, I know what's going on. I'm just looking forward to seeing how they've you know made it different or how they've yeah. made it similar. I'm really excited, mate, for you to play through Final Fantasy VII Remake and tell me exactly well not exactly but your thoughts your feelings and then ultimately tell me whether you think it is a better version to play than the original oh, well that's a, that's i mean <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a question and a half right there definitely. i know oh, just, for me mate i haven't played the original and uh, it, it's so different i just i can't imagine i think you compare an apples to oranges but at the same time 
I think, you know, let let the buzz die down for a month or so, and then we can have a real discussion about, is this a better version of the game, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, I guess we'll see, but yeah. it's exciting. It's an exciting time for a lot of people, um, you know, for people like you who are a fan of the original game. And then you've also been playing Control, or you're going to play Control? <laughs> yeah, again, that's sort of like what's next in the pipeline, really, just sort of um, getting ready to... Because uh, you said before about it's done by the same people who did Quantum Break, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, so, and I absolutely Remedy. love that game. So First DLC came out. Oh, wait, so did you play Qu- Control? Are you, have you played it yet? No, I haven't played it yet, but I will, I'll definitely get back to you on that one. Okay, because the DLC, the first DLC. Yeah, the first fruits. one came out yesterday, so yeah. I mean, is, is it... I might not even play the DLC. That's the thing. I don't know how how you know if the control campaign is going to be good enough. Like I found that a lot with these types of games, where the campaign is is good enough, and then the DLC never really lives up to it. Sure. I had a I had a similar thing with the first Watch Dogs game. Oh my god. Um, I played the campaign of that and felt like it had been done. Sort of, you know, I, I was kind of like done yeah. with the, the story. And then I think I actually did the first dlc and it didn't really like live up to the rest of the story from before so okay yeah i mean you know i'm comparing different completely different games but hopefully it'll be as good hopefully it'll blow my mind and then we'll <laughs> we'll be able to talk about it more yeah i know what you're saying though you know when a game's really great uh the dlc should hopefully either add to it or just provide more of it and you know in a case like spider-man they just provide more yeah and add a little Spider-Man bit ones were amazing like interesting really, interesting really i'm gonna leave that debate to the side for now but sure. all that discussion i should say but we will talk about watchdogs next week because that is a great game to talk about and um i'm uh, yeah let me know if you play it i'm i'm persistent in the fact that i think the uh, control will come to game pass so i'm not gonna oh, okay. play it until that happens but sure. i think it's good enough for me to try it it got a lot of game of the year nods but i actually think that's because last year was a very very niche year for games so i don't think that the game of the years were particularly strong in a general sense for example i don't think any of them were as strong generally as red dead 2 or god of war so I'm going to try it, I think, and, and probably play it for about an hour and see how I feel. If I love it, I'll probably play all of it and 100% it. But how many DLCs are planned to release for it? Do you know? I don't know. I'm guessing. Okay. I mean, I, I could, I Can could you look guess. it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean... Uh, yeah, just because I'm thinking... Good. I just like to be... Because Quantum Break, to me, looked like a game which was perfect for a season pass, and I'm surprised they didn't have any DLC for that. Yeah, that's Can't a good point, actually. Yeah, I think I, was, because, I always assumed uh, they did, but I don't think they did. No, I think it's because the end of the the story ending sort of made it seem like. It oh yeah, you said yeah. Elsewhere. Um, yeah, I can't see anything else about more. Okay, right. So, we'll just see. We'll see what they come out with then. See what they say. Yeah. But so, next thing, Jay. Um, mm. I wanted to, following on from our conversation we had last week, I wanted to ask you, so what game was it? Um, Assassin's Creed Rogue. I said that I had to go all the way to the beginning or start a new game, and play through, I don't know, a third of the game or so, maybe a bit longer, to get one achievement to finish the achievements. Oh, so sure. then I put on the dock, I want you to give me your example of that if you have one. So yours is... I think it's legendary. I'm pretty sure it is. 
that dinosaur shooter. Yeah, I, there's, like there's one sort of like boss, I think, right near the end, <laughs> unfortunately, where if you did it on hard... Is there not level select? Um, I'm not sure. I think that's why I had a problem with it. I think there wasn't level select. Jesus. Yeah. It might. I mean, there might have even been level select, but there might have been like so much of a long um, mission that because it was right near the end, it sort of took me forever to do it anyway. Because I seem to remember yeah. the missions taking like a couple of hours each. Okay. And it didn't like save like part way through. You had to start from the beginning again. So. Jesus. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was like a. Uh, I had to do it. You had to kill a certain boss a certain way on hard. And if you missed right. it, you missed it. You just had to start all over again, basically. So. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty sure I had to go back. To so that. was that? I remember. I think I played that game for about an hour. Was it? Was it any good? I mean, it definitely doesn't hold up now. But okay. I mean, it came out in like 2009, maybe. About the time it was okay, it was passable. Yeah, I don't think it reviewed very well. Uh, okay, all right. But yeah, it was fine. Okay, so. If there's no other game you want to talk about what you're playing, I think it's time for the news. Sure, sure. Okay, so you you want to talk about a couple of stuff. Mm. I don't really have anything I want to talk about. So, firstly, from GameSpot, Nintendo Switch is sold out everywhere. Apparently, yeah, that is that is quite a straight. I, well, I mean, we could we could definitely guess why. Could, okay, sure, right. But what, they, why pick Nintendo Switches of all consoles, I guess, is the... So, uh, Nintendo Switches uh, have... I mean, they've sold really, really well, haven't they? They are Nintendo's yes. best-selling... Outsold Xbox Ones, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think they're just so convenient. Yeah. Them being ha- handheld. I mean, handhelds have always, you know, usually been for younger people. Uh, you know, DSs and stuff like that. PSPs, mm-hmm. maybe. They've always seemed like more of a kids thing because they've always had quite like childish games on them. Mm-hmm. But now that you can play, you know, The Witcher Three on on Switch, there's probably a lot more people who are slightly older. So that it's, it's sort of hitting a different market at this point. Mm-hmm. And now with the events of what's going on at the minute, a lot more people are finding themselves needing more, you know, entertainment in that sort of area. So yeah. That's yeah. fair. Um, you you have a switch, don't you? I do actually. I, the only reason I actually got it was because of the the more recent Pokemon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which yeah. you finished in like two days, didn't you? I mean, I finished it in like a week or so, but okay. Um, I haven't played it recently. I'm exaggerating. There, there is there. actually <laughs> there is actually an expansion coming out soon for it, which is strange because Pokemon's never done expansions before. They've always just had an end game that tends to go on. But with this or, one, there or a new version, I guess. Or yeah, right, they've, the they've usually Sun, done Ultra like Moon. yeah, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, or Black and White Two, that sort of thing. Yeah, they've sort of done. Yeah, was game. Black and White Two? Were they actual sequels? Um, so no, it was the same game, just with like added stuff in it. Oh, uh, right. It had like that... an additional end game, essentially. Okay, that that title is a bit misleading, but fair enough. Yeah. Uh, did X and Y get any of that treatment? No, I think it just had a really a Z? big end game. I didn't get a Z. No, no, okay. which everyone everyone was predicting, but it never it never showed up. Oh right, so yeah, their their techniques then, unless oh Christ, just hit my laptop. Their strategies for the Pokemon games then do vary. So they they do remakes, which are really good, and then so they've done like things like Emerald, which is both games in one almost, but like a better version of both, and then they've done 
upgraded versions like Black and White 2, like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and now they're going down the DLC route, I guess. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I think because it's now on Switch, they've now got the opportunity to sort of keep adding on to it, rather than... Mm. I think because they hadn't released a Pokemon in quite a few years, they just sort of maybe spent more time on trying to make this one last longer. Sure. Sure. Say. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Pokemon Go, right? They want that to last as long as possible. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. So I think all the new Pokemon stuff, they kind of want to keep that around for the next couple of years, and then maybe we'll get a new Pokemon in like two or three years. I think they're doing that thing of like you know spending longer on games to make the quality better. Mm-hmm. And also, I think because they've never they they had never made a Pokemon game on the Switch before, it was obviously a bit more difficult to go from DSs to a Switch. So there was you know the hardware was different, so they had to learn. As they were mm-hmm. going, so it probably took them longer as it is anyway. Yeah, I'll I'll be interested to see the scope and detail of this DLC. Do you know how many DLCs they got planned for this these games at all? Um, at the minute, it's just I mean, it's it's technically it's two expansion packs, um, one for each game. No, so that that's for both games, but one the first one's called the Isle of Armor, and the second one's called the Crown Tundra. And they're coming out at the same time? No, I think one's coming out before the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that, that sounds like their DLC roadmap then, yeah. Basically, okay. yeah, it's just like a roadmap, yeah. A yeah, plan okay. for what's coming. Fine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so the, the Nintendo Switch is sold out everywhere, so are you annoyed by this? Uh, I'm not going to get a Switch at the moment, um, so I'm not, you know, it doesn't affect me really, but, you know, what are your thoughts on them selling out? I'm just trying to think, like, how many more people need to buy a Switch? <laughs> yeah, I feel like they've sold so many anyway. How many more are they going to sell? You know, and I think, no, I think the, the same thing about GTA Five. Who hasn't got that game? Oh, that's so game? true. That's so true. I mean, with the with the recent uh, Animal Crossing release, um, that's I think that has like really made people want to buy Switches. I think that's probably the, one of the bigger reasons right now. Which is strange because Animal Crossing never really felt that popular to me. Mate, you know, I don't even think I'm surprised anyone bought any games for the Wii U, let alone the Wii U, and people did. If that makes sense, like I'm, I'm daily surprised by the things that people buy. I've got to say, um, but it's th- some things come at you know the right time. You know, I think Nintendo are smart at lining up their first party games in terms of this month is Animal Crossing next month is a Sonic game and etc etc I think they're quite smart at that and they they have this thing with Switch where all of their franchises have lined up really well so that Zelda and Mario it it felt like it was time to have those games Um, Ultimate Smash Brothers it felt like it was time to have that game and I think that they're using all of these timings really well in releasing these games exactly when people want them, like the new Pokemon, like a new Animal Crossing. I think at this point, though, uh, looking thinking about um, Nintendo's first parties and 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 um, franchises, aren't they running out of those sorts of games where you know we haven't got a a Luigi's Mansion and well, one's just come out. So do you know what I mean? Like, have we got many of those left that they haven't released a new game for in that franchise at this point? Animal Crossing must be one of the last ones, I imagine. I mean, yeah, there's so many. That's the thing, isn't there? I mean, they could. I mean, we could, we could try and list them all now, and probably wouldn't 
get close to them. Oh, you know? I mean, why bother? They're all the same game yeah. anyway. I mean, I, Nintendo's always been the one. <laughs> I'm that's joking. Like, I mean, they are really, aren't they? Oh, mate. I... <sighs> this we're gonna you tell you what. Episode ten, show number ten. We are gonna explain why Nintendo gets away with murder. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in stone. <laughs> Episode sure. ten to celebrate, you know, it getting this far or getting that far. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Nintendo and why we don't. I don't. I don't like Nintendo games at all. Um, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> I do, but we well, yeah. Let's do that. Episode ten. Sure. Uh, we can still talk about Nintendo, but let's just. You know, let's let's anticipate to that road where I think we're both going to agree quite a lot on the issues in Nintendo that a lot of people don't don't talk about. I think I mm. think that's fair. For yeah. example, Jay, little little spoiler of what's ahead. The new Pokemon games. Am I right in saying they haven't got voiceover? They haven't got voiceover. Yeah. Oh, you mean like there's no voice acting at all? No voice acting. No, I mean none of them ever have though, right? I mean, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, I don't know. They don't. They don't. They don't do that kind of thing. Um, oh, it did. I think when when Pokemon first came out, it sort of people were annoyed at the fact that there wasn't enough content. The the new one. Yeah, they were annoyed that the I think they called it like Dexit. I think. <laughs> oh right, the, yeah. The Pokedex didn't wasn't full. It wasn't the you know the the amount they usually have. It's only like so many. It was only like two hundred or something. Well, I thought it was like one hundred and fifty usually. Uh, no, I mean like um, so in previous Pokemon games, they've had in the end game you were able to capture the rest of the Pokemon. Sure. So like all the ones from like Gen one and two. If you were playing a Gen three game, you could capture yeah. ones. That Doesn't that mean you just transfer one. all the Pokemon over though? Yeah, but you couldn't do that until they released this new thing where you could do that, which is Pokemon Home. Okay. I think. Yeah, Pokemon Home is essentially the same as Pokemon Bank for DS. It's just you can transfer all your Pokemon. So can you put all the old gen onto the new gen now? Or in, in, um, into the new Pokemon game? Yes, you can now, yeah. But for a long so time, I, you couldn't. So I assume that that's a lot of work because you you have to animate and all that. You know. Yeah, you basically have to make loads of new three D. Uh, yeah. Things which have been there. They're yeah. all two D before, so yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Um, I always found that really interesting. I remember doing that for Sapphire and Ruby onto my leaf green or whatever, or vice versa. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that was a really cool moment where we transferring Pokemon and we were like, oh my God, the, the Pokedex has just gone to 350 or whatever it was. And we just like... <laughs> I assume if you collect every Pokemon along the way, you can just bring your entire, you know, like 800 Pokemon through with you at this point. Yeah, I mean, if you're dedicated if enough, you do you it have right. the right technology, then yeah, I mean, there's quite a long process and lots of different wires and all sorts different of adapters and things. Yeah, different yeah. adapters that would, yeah, you'd have to, it'd probably cost you a lot of money as well. Yeah. 
Oh, that'd be an interesting thing to do, though. But okay, okay. Yeah. And then um, the next thing is a very strange thing, um, but it is a, a thing nonetheless. So the source code for Xbox Series X, the next generational Xbox, mm. um, is being held ransom apparently. So reportedly, Jay Jonah, yeah, reportedly, yeah. And this I was mean... from this was from the blog posts uh, website, which was bear me to AMD. Mm-hmm. And then IGM reached out for comment, I think, as well, and also a report from Torrent Freak as well about the uh, the, the claims about the stolen data. So, yeah. So basically, what I think uh, Microsoft wanted to make a point that it wasn't going to affect if this if this thing was true, if if what people were saying were true, that it, it didn't really affect. Uh, Basically, what they'd stolen didn't actually make much of a difference because it wasn't going to... Like, if someone used that code, it wasn't really going to, you know, be able to be used anywhere else. It wasn't the the right stuff they needed to basically, you know, copy the Xbox, as it were. Mm. I think what the hackers, if, you know, if this was true, were trying to do, were trying to basically steal the main part of the new Xbox. But what they really did is they just sort of stole stuff around it <laughs> that didn't really wasn't really that important you know they, they took the appendix of the xbox essentially right okay so yeah i mean i don't think it'll it won't really go anywhere but 100 million seems quite low to me also <laughs> so the source code is that it's like what is the foundation of the xbox so they could technically build a series x or something like that yeah or, i think it was software. almost like the blueprint i suppose but they it was right. more to do with their teraflop system okay <laughs> so the the yeah the xbox sort of you know bragging about it having 12 teraflops it was was sort of basically the the code needed to be to make that happen essentially i'm with you Um, right and uh, isn't that i was going to say that this is all criminal of course yeah any any amount of taking that level of uh copyrighted date yeah technology it's definitely illegal to do right do you think they're i assume they're not going to get away with this or Probably not. I mean, <laughs> unless they, you know, knew what they were doing with it, I don't think they, they could probably do much. Yeah. I mean, there's wow. also code that, you know, they have many copies of. I imagine like they're not. It's not just like one little thing they, you know, left somewhere easily to be able to access. So it would be, you know, many different things combined with other things that would make it all work together. So. I would love to see these hackers in real life and just see what they look like what just to think if they're like the complete opposite of what you're thinking in your head kind of thing correct yeah Hmm. yeah i'm thinking in my head i'm thinking have you ever seen the social network Uh uh-huh yeah i'm thinking you know when they get the house like halfway through the film and they're like you know hanging out at the pool and stuff and that guy's just like wired in i'm just thinking like guys like that like complete virgins oh okay that's yeah yeah, it's super smart though. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'll I'll be interested to see how they actually look. But it, it's interesting to me that these. I assume people are just trying to hack these companies all the time. One, I'm, it's interesting because Microsoft oh, is so software based, yeah. and their security, I guess, is in danger. I guess, but also it's interesting because I guess people are doing this all the time and trying to get information. And I always wonder, like, why not just work for the companies? You know, it sounds it sounds more lucrative, but what do I know? I'm guessing it's pretty difficult to work with companies like that, you know, unless you've got a big portfolio. True, so. true, true. I, I mean, get, Sony, it, Sony got hacked, didn't they, back in 2014? Yes. 
Or tw- 2011 uh, was it? Are you talking about the PSN outage? Uh, I mean, Sony have had many hacks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I think they've had quite a few. But there was, I think, I think there was one big one in in 2014. But I yeah. think that was more to do with uh, their film production, their their film. Studio. Yeah, I remember. I, yeah, I remember what you were talking about. Yeah, and then yeah. they of course had the great PSN outage of 2011 as well. Mm. Yeah, which when oh mate, I remember walking into my brother's bedroom almost like every two three days. And be like, oh yeah, it's is it back up yet? Yeah. And he's like, no. I'll be like, this is awful. <laughs> I mean, it isn't was it, it was uh, I don't know, kind of if it was from April to May or if it was on specific dates in April and May. Um, but yeah, I think it happened on either two different occasions or for a whole month essentially. They had outages. Think... Here oh yeah, didn't it come back up and then go straight back offline or something? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, I mean, mate. I'm sure Microsoft get a similar thing, but I, you know, at this point, they must have a lot better, te- you know, security on. I, I'm, I find Xbox Live uh, the the best online uh, gaming, you know, service personally. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I am biased. But um, yeah, last true. thing I want to talk about, mate, if that's alright, is mm. um, Fallout 76 DLC. I've just put this on there because it yeah. just sprang to mind. But the Fallout 76 DLC got delayed, so I haven't played Fallout 76. We're both massive Fallout fans. I assume you haven't played 76 either. I've played 76. Yep. Really? I have. I played when it first came out. Right. Is what it free to play? I can't even remember. I think it is. Free no. To play. No. Is it not. No. Um, I just could swear it was. No. Oh, no, maybe not. No. Oh, I, I could have. I, I don't remember paying for it. <laughs> but you have it. Yeah, I have it somewhere. I must have it on okay. PlayStation. Um, it wasn't a, a a PS Plus game, was it? Uh, don't think so. No, no, because. No, yeah, because what it was, mate, was it like if you made it free to play, then everyone who had bought this broken game would would you you would lose their faith essentially. Uh, so why would true. they get rid of their own uh, their only audience? So I think it's the okay. kind of thinking there. I but... think they've been very consistent though, haven't they, with their roadmap? Well, here's the thing, mate. They haven't. Oh, they okay. delayed the Battle Royale DLC. Uh, I think that's part of Wastelanders. I think. Um, Anyway, so yeah, this Wastelanders DLC, what it was supposed to do was update the main campaign to have more de- uh, NPCs. They were introducing NPCs to the world, and I think a battle royale mode was part of it as well. I think if that's not already out, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but no, that's been, it's been pushed back essentially. So I think the first their first DLC came out, I think, on time. And now yeah. the second one's been pushed back for obvious reasons, which is yeah, fine. So, it's supposed to, so the second one came out last summer 2019 the second dlc yeah the, the nuclear winter one right did it uh and then the third one i don't think what was the out. first one then first one was wild alpatia oh okay right okay and then first second one was nuclear winter and then third was wastelanders so is this the last one then for the for the roadmap i'm not even for sure 2019 even come out i don't know that's the one that's got delayed Ah, oh, that'll be it then. Yeah. So Wastelanders was supposed to come out in fall twenty nineteen, but it looks like it's uh it's been, been delayed. delayed. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this is interesting. So I, th- yeah. So them three DLCs were the main DLCs for twenty nineteen. Mm. Whether they have another two or three planned for twenty twenty, or they did, I don't know. It'll be interesting to know. But it's been pushed back, and now I'm thinking I'm I'm 
probably never going to play this game now, especially because I think they introduced um, private servers, which is what me and my brother are waiting for. But they made it under the subscription thing where you've got to pay like a hundred, like eighty quid or whatever, which is obscene. Yeah, no, that is a um, lot. Didn't they like ask for like a hundred pound or something initially? That's it. Yeah, I think it yeah. was nine hundred. No, it was no, it was ninety nine pound ninety nine. Yeah, like specifically. Yeah. More yeah, than that's, game. That's so strange. I'm actually looking at a live player count right now of Fallout 76. Okay. Do you reckon you could have a guess at what, how many people are playing it right now? On Steam? Uh, everywhere, combined. 50,000? 30,000. 30, See, that's, that's not too bad, is it? I mean, it's not terrible, but I mean, there's still enough people that's, you know... That's like a good amount of people to watch a live stream, essentially. Like if someone's yeah, getting 30k on a live stream, like they're going to make a lot of money. So yeah, sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a player base for a break. Yeah, and so yeah, I've heard they've updated it. They've fixed a lot of issues, but the more these DLCs get delayed, and then they push out things like that hundred pounds or whatever pass, I'm like so put off. Mm. I don't think I'm ever going to play this game. If they came out with a free update for private servers and these DLCs were really good and, and Wasteland has come out and it improves the main campaign and loads of other stuff, I probably would have dived into it. But at this rate, I'm just not sure I'm going to do it. I don't know what, what your thoughts are. Yeah, strange. What the the amount of time I did play, I might have even played the beta potentially. That might have been what I I played. Oh, okay. Um, well, of what I did play, I actually really enjoyed it. I think I played it for like four or five hours. Okay. And the main campaign was actually pretty fun. Or like the main storyline, it definitely felt like an MMO, but a Fallout MMO. That's basically how it felt. It did well, feel like the... that. Oh, actually, it the... kind of felt like Borderlands in terms of like the the missions like they got given to you like as you were going around mm. it's like an open world borderlands actually mm. it, the premise of it was so exciting mate oh like, yeah if that, if that game you know just delivered on and what it you know was supposed to be, It'd be that, massive yeah. oh we 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 would have already put three hundred hours into it no doubt yeah we put a lot into it definitely it, we'd have be... some really cool characters we'd be doing some really good raid bosses it'd be a lot like, a lot like destiny I suppose wouldn't it yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. It's Destiny with crafting. It'd be a great. It would be a great game, and I think because it's in the Fallout universe and it's made by Bethesda, that would be the buy-in for me. Where I think, you know what, I don't play Destiny, I don't play Division, but I will play this game, um, you know, off and on for for two to three years because it's Bethesda. But mm. unfortunately, they have not been hitting the mark really. So um, it's just sad. You know, Fallout certainly it's, it's what we all wanted. An online kind of co-op multiplayer Fallout is exactly what we all wanted. I think for some people it's enough. It's just for others like us, I guess it isn't, right? Yeah, I mean... Do it, we expect just... too much nowadays or what? Or do we just I mean, like, hold people to a higher standard? Is that what it is? I think we hold Bethesda to a high standard because of the games they've released, but I yeah. know that I've got a fairly high standard in terms of I'm not going to play the game unless I think I'm going to love it. Yeah, that's true. And I, I don't have the time. Don't have the time, mate. You know, mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. have the time. Oh, that's um, the point. Yeah, I guess like with their, their research, or like, you know, public research with this stuff, they probably didn't, I mean, they might have thought a little bit about, you know, people having a job and are they going to be able to play it. I guess... You could still play Fallout 76 if you only played it a few hours a day. Sure. But if you, you know, if you're like really into it, I guess you're going to want to do a bit more than that, aren't you? 
Well, yeah, and you're probably going to do want to do that every day for the next four months. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm guessing that there definitely is people out there who still play it religiously and for sure. still love it. You know, if there's enough people, you know, that still oh, love sorry. it, I'm sure. If, as long as you know the the thirty thousand people who are playing it can keep it going, then you know, it's up to them really. If they're making a profit, they're making a profit, aren't they? Absolutely, mate. And um, yeah, and, um, like you say, I'm sure the fan base is out there. Uh, yeah. You know, I what I think what it is 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 like. <clears throat> If we ever were in a position where we were financially independent enough to stream us us two playing Fallout seventy six for a month straight, and then to give our verdict of the game after that month, that is a project that I would definitely do. Mm. But from a personal pleasure and leisure point of view, I just can't bring myself to play that game right now. There's two there's yeah, better games true. to play, I think. Too many. So yeah, yeah. that's but the problem you, with multiplayer games like that. They tend to have a lifespan. And if you don't play them soon enough, they tend to, like, the servers just die and then that's it, right? Yeah, for sure. I've had all that happen the... a few times with, like, um, uh, I might actually better save this for another time, but there was a game that came out on just on PC called Marvel Heroes. Yeah, yeah, I know um, what you're yeah, about. Yeah, they, they tried to revive it by bringing out a, a different version, like a simplified version on PS4. But if Marvel anything, Omega Hero or something. Yeah, it's that, yeah. So they, that sort of killed it, though. Essentially. Really, I yeah, thought. I think basically Marvel said to the company who were doing all the building for it, said we don't want you to work on the game anymore. We want to take it over for ourselves, and in, and in doing so, they completely like killed the game. So, <laughs> so yeah, like like I said, I mean that that game was out for like five or six years, so you know it had a lifespan. It'll never game. A lot of games tend to not last any longer than that, especially multiplayer ones. Although at this point, Overwatch I think has been around for longer than that right four years this year oh is it only four yeah that's oh, fairly okay. long mate considering the um the size of the play base oh it'll be it'll be five years in october wow it came out 2015 oh yeah, my god 27th of october 2015 wow so yeah which i guess is why they're bringing out overwatch 2 because they're realizing that overwatch is starting to get near to the end of its lifespan right yeah, which is interesting, isn't it? To see, you know, wh- when do we justify a sequel? How long have they been actually working on the sequel? Will it be a step up enough to deliver on the promise and all that stuff? But um, it's yeah, like I mean, the player base will drop off if the uh, if the if the servers don't. So mm. it's an interesting point, mate, for sure. So... Yeah, I think three to five years is sort <laughs> of like minimum to maximum of most online games lifespans. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like World of Warcraft, and it's been around for bloody ages. Isn't it? <laughs> oh man, what a game! Yeah. So I'd, I wanted to talk about as well um, Half Life, Alex. Mm. Um, I maybe you can just give a two minute summary, Jay, of you know your history with Half Life. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I don't really have one. Not really. Have you played any of the Half Life games? Oh man, for like barely any time. Great. Okay. Great. <laughs> I've played Half Life two okay for i've tried to do it twice now and i've got about three quarters of the way through i think i might have finished the half-life two i can't remember i think it does a lot of things that are very very smart and it's got a lot of really smart mechanics and cool cinematic styles mm. but the puzzles completely break the gameplay for me why would i play a first person shooter and then try and solve a physics puzzle that is the wor- I couldn't imagine anything worse than trying to solve a puzzle while I'm trying to shoot bad guys. 
Secondly, um, yeah. it just doesn't do it enough for me. It's like it came out in like two thousand and whenever. Yeah, I just, I just, it doesn't do it for me, mate. Um, so, you know, I feel like weirdly, Portal, Portal Two, I think took all the good things about Half Life and the first Portal and made them more of a reality. Mm-hmm. In the sense that if you actually know like the sort of the weird lore in the background of Portal. It sort of like ties into the Half Life world and and makes a bit more sense in that way. Yeah, like Half Life. Yeah, sure. Half Life. The the. I mean, from like the puzzle perspective of like Portal is basically just a puzzle game, isn't it? You, you work your way through all these different, you know, uh, physical puzzles, and then you just leave essentially, <laughs> or whatever. You know, have you have you completed Portal? A Portal Two. I completed Portal One. Uh, okay. I'm not. I don't like puzzle games, so that was wow. a bit of a. I, you know, by the time I finished it, it was a good length. I was about to get a bit bored with it. I watched um, Ben Mills play oh. through Portal Two uh, all the way uh, because I couldn't be bothered to play it myself, so he just played it for yeah. me. No, so okay. sat down, and watched him play through it, and I thought the dialogue, uh, you know, having like J.K. Simmons in it and stuff, was just fantastic. Yeah, no, I think the ending of Portal 2 is, like, even that, I mean, the whole game of Portal 2 is, I kind of want more of that game, where it's like, you're you're not given, you're given hardly any information. Mm -hmm. Like, you just sort of find these random rooms and Mm -hmm. with, like, weird text in them. It kind of actually reminds me a little bit of the Assassin's Creed story with, like, the animus and everything. It's all very, like, up in the air, and you don't quite know what's going to happen. Like, you don't know what's on the outside of this place you are. And then you kind of find out what is on the outside, and you're like, "Where the hell am I? You know, where is this facility where all these puzzles and these portals are taking place? What's actually going on?" And I still don't, I still don't think we actually know the answer to that, do we? Yeah, I think you're right. I think they leave a lot in the air on purpose, but and I think it gives it a nice mystery. If it hadn't have been for Half Life and Half Life Two, those mechanics would have never have been around, would they? So, yeah, you're I probably think right. Portal is made in the same engine, right? It's yeah, I think you're right. Or so. as a model, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's interesting. Um, I but, so yeah, I wanted to talk about Half Life, Alex, because yeah, yeah. I don't care about the franchise, but no, it's got neither. very good response. And yeah, there's definitely an audience for it. Yeah, and I mean, who who knew we were gonna have a new Half Life game? You know, uh, all right, it's VR. I mean, I mean Half Life Three has sort of become a bit of a meme at this point, really, isn't it's it? It's an absolute <laughs> meme, mate. It's an absolute meme, and yeah. it, I think it's it's not. It shouldn't be that surprising that they've released a VR game because if you look at Valve, they are innovators, and I think that's what excites them the most. Mm. And I guess my concern is for the Half Life fans is that if I'm right. They released Artifact, like a card game, in like 2018 or something like that. I don't know how big that's taken off, but I feel that they could have done perhaps a, a more impactful job there. But I don't know. Um, and they've now released, you know, the best VR game. So it sounds like they're starting to get the ball rolling again. They're starting to make games. They're starting to release them. So the question is, are they going to break the threefold? And are they going to make Half-Life 3? And I think there is a potential that they could. My question is, will they and will it be a VR game? Because that, to me, would be a bad decision. What do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, it kind of depends on where VR is going, really, doesn't it? Yeah. 
I think this VR game is sort of like a it's obviously supposed to be like a tiling you over type situation, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But the like question is, why make it? Why make it when um, when they've gone for so long without any Half Life? I guess you know, mm. like why give why give players hope? <laughs> if they, why give them hope? Well, can we hope for anything else? The same thing, you know, hope for hope kind of kind of situation. I mean, look, I we got we got a Crash Bandicoot and a Spyro <laughs> remake. I think anything's possible. I really do. Yeah, anything um, is possible at this point. Yeah, but I just wanted to bring that up because yeah. you know it's. I think Valve is starting to make games again, and I think they have the power to make ten out of ten games, and I think that should be exciting for everyone, really. Um, whether they have a VR headset or not, I guess. I feel like so, Valve's always been that really weird, weird game developer. I mean, they've made a, a lot of games. It's just that none of them have really been. I mean, they've been very impactful. It's just they've they've sort of nothing. They're not that special to me. Portal 2? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Portal 2 and then uh, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. I mean, that's three of, you know, that's a few of their main games they made, you know, last gen. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, it's like Dota, Half-Life, Team Fortress, Counter-Strike, and Artifact. And that's like pretty much it. For sure. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's all very, I don't know, it all just kind of feels the same to me. Like they've all. I, think, ha- I feel like Valve has had its day. Like Valve shouldn't really. I think there's an did... argument for that, but I think this this game shows that they haven't. If that makes sense, they've still yeah. got it in them. Oh, you mean because of Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've they've spent a good amount of time, obviously, making this. Yes. And wanting to make it a good product. From what I have seen of it, it's actually fairly impressive. For sure, and they're. I think they're in that unique situation, like Naughty Dog <sighs> and Rockstar, where. They have. They don't have all the time in the world, but they have almost, you know, as much time as they want to make it as good as they can, which is so exciting from a from our point of view. Part of me um, thinks that they haven't actually got the capability to make a full Half Life Three. Oh, dude, there's loads of people over there. There has to be. But in, no, what I mean is like Half Life Two. Yeah. Came out so long ago that the the systems that would have been needed to be able to make that game back then would have been obviously you know top of the line yeah but the, the jump in technology between then and now is so big that i don't think even the people over there would know how to like make a game big enough or substantial enough it kind of feels well, I, like alex is quite small of a game right or is it bigger than i think i think i don't know the number of hours but it's significant i think it's one of the biggest vr games Okay. And I know that it's the most detailed graphically. So um, I think the most responsive from people saying stuff, but I think they would probably have to do it from scratch and if not use some of the systems they used in Alex, I guess. But that to me would be the only way going forward, I think, on their yeah. franchises. But I think it would be, I spoke about this a few years ago, but imagine, imagine the hype they would get if they were like, okay, next year, we're releasing Left 4 Dead 3 with a full DLC roadmap, multiplayer, and co-op campaign to give you every uh, any any Left 4 Dead that you want. We're also going to bring over the first two games after a year so that this will be the Left 4 Dead for years to come, the platform, right? Yeah. Then the next year, they really, or the year after, they release Portal 3, and they go, oh, okay. here's a single-player Portal campaign. 
here's a co-op portal campaign. This is a limited experience and this is the best portal experience we have ever created. Then the year after that, they come out with Half-Life 3. Can you imagine? That would be pretty insane, actually. <laughs> You're sort of getting me a little bit hyped up, actually. I just I just think from a marketing point of view that... Would, it'd be good because you... it'd be all the threes, wouldn't it? It'd exactly. And like sure you could do team fortress 3 in there i guess sure why not we'll finish with a multiplayer game to tide you over maybe i don't know i don't uh, don't care sure why not i guess but that game already seems too big to make a sequel to at this point but yeah i mean like i think they could generate i think they could be if they did that they would be the developer for next generation is what i'm trying to say it kind of makes me think well why did they did they put out artifact to see if they could make some money if they could make a profit off of it and then take some of that money to then fund the next lot of games they want to do? Perhaps, but I assume they're already getting enough money off Steam to fund anything they want. Oh, uh, that's could... true. I forgot about that. Steam, yeah, they're, they've probably got a bloody loads of money. <laughs> I assume so. You do, yeah. You kind of wonder where it all goes, actually. But, um, yeah, I hope they have enough to fund, because it'd be a bit worrying if they didn't. But, mm. um, but yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that. And then <clears throat> I wanted to talk about Sunny Gaming, Jay. I have no idea what this is, so yeah, fill me in. So this is I've tried to explain this to my partner. She doesn't she doesn't understand it. When it's sunny, oh, wow. I, I like okay. going outside. Literal sunny, <laughs> literally sunny. <laughs> I like to go outside as much as the next next guy. Okay, okay. Yeah, but there's yeah. something about having the window open and the curtains open uh, on a sunny day and just chilling inside playing a game. Yes, I, I do know exactly what you mean. And it reminds me of a tweet that you retweeted from Game, oh, like wow, the retailer. Really? And I think it was you. And they tweeted out, you know, like something like beautiful sunny day, perfect for gaming. And like just a picture of them opening the window on a sunny day. And I was like, that is literally what I do. Oh, okay. So I want to talk weird about... you remember that? That's very strange. I know, I know, I'm weird. But I wanted to talk about sunny gaming. Okay. So what are your uh, thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, actually, yeah, it's, I think a lot of that is like nostalgic, isn't it? For me, when I think Sunny Gaming, I think of like high school, of like having that finite amount of time over like the six-week break or whatever. And because it was summer, it was, it was you know, sunny most of the time. But there'd be that, that day where it was like three in the afternoon, four in the afternoon, and it was like there was a, like a very gentle breeze and it was just the right temperature and you you know you'd been playing a certain game for however long and you just you sort of just noticed the the weather for like a split second but then you go straight back to it yeah is that the, is that the kind of thing you mean exactly that is exactly what i mean yeah yeah i know <laughs> yeah well, no, like, I, well, like like, I haven't had go, that in a long time i will say oh, mate. like going out um as teenagers like playing all day and then you go back home and then the in, in like the early afternoon or sorry late afternoon evening you just chill and playing a game while it's sunny you know windows open maybe playing a bit of cod maybe playing some other thing i don't know um but yeah like i just i think there's something about as sad as it is i quite like the idea of i feel good when it's sunny whether i'm inside or not you mm. know yeah yeah no i get it and I just, you know, playing a game like Horizon Zero Dawn on a nice sunny day, I don't know, I just think there's something about that. Yeah, I think it does depend on the game too, doesn't it? I think for me, a lot of this is Borderlands is definitely a good example of that. Oh, for sure. Definitely. For um, sure. All, all of them, I would say. 
Yeah, any game that doesn't really require like that you can pause. <laughs> Pretty much. Any game that sort of lets you, you know, take it all in for a second, I suppose, is uh it's like that, yeah. No, I think we're gonna actually get that type of opportunity um over the next coming weeks if it stays nice. Yeah. Um I'd say yeah, we probably that, that opportunity is definitely um coming up, definitely. But uh, yeah, I can't remember the last time I had that. It might have even been in like high school I had that feeling. Yeah. yeah, I think it is less common since we've, you know, since we've grown up. I think, yeah, because we've sort of become adults who haven't really had time to think about, oh, it's a nice day today. <laughs> there's it's definitely more about an aspect. what am I doing today kind of thing. Yeah, there's definitely an aspect of um, reflection that you have when you're younger, isn't there? You know, mm-hmm. you, you have, well, there aren't responsibilities to think about, I suppose. So you just, yeah. you just reflect on things, don't you? A lot more carefree, exactly. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But that's not necessarily a good or bad thing. That's just that's just what it is. So oh, I'm glad you brought that up, though. That's actually given me just reminded me of a good time. Good man, good. Yeah, um, good. So history dip. Wow. <sighs> okay, first <laughs> first one. I want to. Well, we want to talk about. Let's start with Dead Space, mate. Because I've talked too much this episode. So I want you okay. to go. I want you to talk about Dead Space. You want me to go in a little bit, yeah. You 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 know it way better than me, and I think you played it years before I did. Um, yeah, so the first Dead Space came out October two thousand eight. Sounds about right. So that would have been second year of high school for us, I wanna say. Two thousand seven would have been first. Yes, but... I think you're right, yeah. Um Yeah, so we would have been, you know, thirteen, fourteen, however old. And when we were saying before about horror games, you know, we didn't. Like, I felt scared playing this game. <laughs> I'm still surprised I managed to finish it, honestly. scared how scared i mean like scared enough to like not want to turn a corner or turn around <laughs> but not in real life like in the game i mean yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Like, i'm with you i'm with you like I, I, if i heard a noise it was like right i'm not i can't walk down this this hallway anymore you know yeah but i had to do it and then weirdly i think when the, when the monsters were there and they were all coming after you it was less scary because you could just shoot them anyway but yeah. the anticipation of it was a lot worse than the actual seeing them come after you. For sure, you felt for quite sure. powerful with the abilities that you had, you know, the kinesis or whatever. You know, you could throw objects and stuff like that. Float things at enemies, and I get what you're <laughs> saying about um, 
it's less scary when you're actually facing the enemies in the combat scenario. It's kind of where are they before the combat that's scary, I think. Yeah, exactly. The anticipation of everything. So why is it that this game attracted you when other, uh, you know, other scary games are, are too much? What is it about this game? Honestly, I think a lot of it was to do with the look, which I always come back to. It's like the first thing I usually think about. Um, but then the story of it really, really got me into it. It sort of reminded me a lot of Alien. Like it, I, it'd been a yeah. while since we'd had a game or a story that had been. It's basically the Alien story, just told slightly differently. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like uh, like a virus, an alien virus, really, wasn't it? Which For I sure. guess you could say Alien was, but it was more of a an animal. Well, they were freaky. They were they were unique. It was like a, a unique yeah, way to was. kill was... enemies through yeah. cutting off their limbs, which was unique, and they looked different to anything we'd seen before. I think. Yeah, this this sort of thing, I I couldn't really, you know, it hadn't ever really been done uh, <clears> in the way of you know having a gun that could change its vertical to horizontal. You know that. Oh yeah, plasma cutter. That was pretty amazing. Like, yeah, the, For the sure. everything about this, the the way that the health bar was showed on his back. I mean, I'm so glad you like said that. that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I love stuff like that. Like, that's so smart. How there's no there's no HUD really, is there? No, it's all, I think that's it's part all of the immersion. The back. Yeah. yeah, that that third person. I think if it was first person, it'd be very very different. I think cause the fact Absolutely. that it's third person, it definitely makes it what it is as well. It's funny ah. you say that because. I think that there's an argument to be had, which is that third person is actually the most immersive gameplay. Yeah, because yeah. because you, when you're first person, you don't see your character. So how can you relate to oh, a character yeah. you can't see? That's true. kind of that's very kind true. of the argument. I think Neil Druckmann, the director of The Last of Us, said these sorts of lines of thought where third person is actually the most immersive um, in terms of understanding relating to characters but I, I could be wrong about that but yeah, yeah so you can compare that uh, actually with like portal because obviously the character you play in that is first right. person right and all you really see of her is her her boots and her like orange shirt sometimes that's about it really i yeah. mean we all, we all know what she looks like now but when you're playing her you sort of have no real idea so there's no sort of like you know you can't really relate to this character whereas when you're For seeing sure. a third person you can get a bit more of an idea of what's going on Definitely, definitely. Mm. And Dead Space 2, I think we both, like, it was like, you know, oh, this is so great. I think I we both bought it at launch. We were both really oh, in, oh, into sorry. it. Um, <laughs> and there was a multiplayer that we did play a fair oh, bit, and I think man, it was fine. I totally forgot about that. Was it yeah. me and Will who played it? Did Will That's play right, it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. That's, that was sick. I think if they hadn't have put that in, it might not have... I mean, it still would have been brilliant, um, but the multiplayer really like made it. I think for that, for sure, it made it, it made it feel like I could play it for longer. You know, having that longevity on there was much nicer, definitely. Yeah, and then by the yeah, time de- the third one came out, it sort of felt a bit. I never played the third one. Did you play the oh, third one? Me neither. One? No, I think no. I have it. I just, <laughs> I just never touched it. Yeah, I think I, I, I didn't. I think it was just way too action based at that point. Yeah, I wasn't even that. I think by that point, I just got bored of of Dead Space. You know. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, quite there enjoyed were other the titles, but they were all I think for like Wii and stuff sure. like that. So. I did quite enjoy the multiplayer aspect because, as you say, it was just getting more playability, but also 
it was among that period of games where there would be a multiplayer mode on every single game and oh. uh fun, you know kind of you know um a bit useless looking back but I always think, you know what, that's kind of nice that we can look back and, you know, look at Bioshock 2 multiplayer and look at this multiplayer and just go, you know what, some of these multiplayer modes are quite inventive in some of the things they're trying to do, Mm. Um, especially in games like Assassin's Creed, which is so single-player based. I love the multiplayer for Assassin's Creed. I definitely shouldn't, but I do. Yeah, it it was very unique. Like being an assassin in an arena with other assassins, yeah, it's very it was so very cool, and it worked. How? It really how? Did, yeah. how? I think people I really played that like a lot, didn't they? I mean, I know I did. Yeah, for sure. Level on some of those, didn't we? Yeah, man. That we had a good. We had some really good times on. So they those don't do much players. on that anymore, do they? No, no, no. It's just what, a what two hundred and fifty hour. Was it Black Flag? That oh, was Black Flag. Okay. Well, Unity with co-op, I guess. Oh, okay, sure, sure. <laughs> but black flag traditional PvP. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's cool. Yeah, and Dead Space Two. I, I will say lastly as well. I think it did a better job than we expected in terms of the scary stuff. Like I remember there was a lot of baby focus, like horror babies and oh, stuff sure. that was <laughs> quite scary. I I thought. Yeah, I'm trying. I I think there's. It's weird. Like I, when I think back to like certain levels of Dead Space games, I think Dead Space Two is definitely very memorable. Like there was a lot of scenes in there that were talked about on like YouTube videos for like years to come. Really? Just because of how you know unique they were. Like the one where they put the thing through his eye. Oh yeah. Like, well, if you got it wrong, he died like really like Grew- horrifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah Grew- stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then um, second history dip is. Wow. Um... <laughs> Uh, putting the whole arm in, you know, mm. uh, is Kingdom Hearts. Yes. So I'll give my backstory because it's briefer than yours, I think. Um, I borrowed oh, Kingdom you. Hearts off of you. I think it was your dad's. And loved it so much that I bought the guide for it, even though I wasn't going to keep the... Oh, dear me. Excuse me. Keep oh. the game. Um, but I loved it enough that I bought the guide. I never finished it. I got stuck, but I loved it. And that's that's the only thing my heart's yeah, game I've I played. I think I had that with the first one. Same with the second one. And I think I've actually done gotten further in the third one than I have the, uh, the other two. So when was the last time you played the third one? Oh, God. So when the third one came out... Uh, January 2019 yeah um so yeah start of last year i think i played that probably closer to then i suppose maybe like february last year i think january february okay and you just got bored of it i assume uh i don't know actually i can't remember why why i came off it there must have been something that came out after um that sort of made me not want to Well, start of the year wasn't it so i suppose anything could have come along and I seem to remember February last year being packed. Like, yeah, I think Sekiro... Did Sekiro come out then? Devil May Cry yeah, 5 came out March, maybe? Yeah. Devil May Cry 5 looks like your sort of game, mate. Devil May Cry 5. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I was very tempted by that, but it's... Uh, yeah, they're a bit... 
I think I tried with DMC when that first came out, but I can't yeah. quite get into those games. They're very difficult for me to get Fair into. Fair enough. Do you, have, you play Bayonetta, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I I did quite like those, actually. That was probably the main reason why I did think about getting Devil May Cry 5. Oh, I was sort of dude. like loving Bayonetta, but nah. Holy moly. I think you play Vanquish? Might... Uh, yeah, I did play Vanquish, actually, yeah. Oh, good game. I think so, sorry. Um, Crackdown 3 came out after... Mm. After, uh, oh, cool. That is a packed February. Metro Exodus, Crackdown 3, and was it Far Cry New Dawn all came out on the same day. Yeah, and then also Total War Three Kingdoms came out in February as well. <laughs> and I, I'd been looking forward to that for a long time. Is that the one that we talked about last week that you've been playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've played that a lot. I really enjoyed that. Oh, okay. and Anthem came out as well. Oh, of course, yeah. Wow. Wow. February wow. last year. That's insane. Okay, so how far did you get in Kingdom Hearts? Like, what do, how much do you like Kingdom Hearts? You know, tell me a bit about your, your history with it. Yeah, so Kingdom Hearts 1, I think I must have played the first couple of missions, like, five or six times. So I, like, I came back to it, I, you know, I, I was yeah, very young. So the first one came out in 2002. So I would have been seven or six or seven when the first one came out. Um, so, I, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to really understand what was going on too much. So, you know, I just played it for the fun of it and then got bored of it and came off. Yeah, you know, as, as, a, as a six-year-old, seven-year-old does. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the second one came out a time after that. I can't remember now. Let's have a look. Don't worry, don't, you have to get the year every every game. Don't worry, just rough. I think 2005? yeah, so yeah. three years later, so I would have been almost 10 again just just slightly too young for me to like really enjoy these types of games so, so what, i never played kingdom hearts 2 so what did you think about it honestly i don't remember that much of it mm. trying to okay. remember i remember a lot of the first one just because i did it so many times over and over yeah yeah the second one doesn't really stick in my memory as much okay i guess it didn't have as much of an impact but I, the thing is with kingdom hearts is it's such a lovable series because it's disney and final fantasy it's like final fantasy has always been you know massive and then disney to a kid is just amazing so like seeing disney characters and and final fantasy characters interact with each other is such a strange but great idea definitely and then you've got new kingdom hearts characters as well i'd be so interested to see where they you know where that inception of that idea came from because like you say it's oh i know Huh? I know the answer to that. Okay, go on. So I think the guys who were making Final Fantasy and uh, someone from Disney, like an executive from Disney, went to go to the same building that the office of the developers of, of Final Fantasy were in. And they happened to meet each other, the two sort of higher ups in the elevator or the lift, right? And then they, okay. during that lift ride, they had a chat, and then by the end of the lift ride, they were like, right, we need to make a game together. <laughs> oh, my God. That's basically what it was. It was like, yeah, two people from, one person from Disney, one from Final Fantasy, being like, we need to somehow make it, make some, you know, make something together. Because I think the, the Disney guy might have been a fan of Kingdom Hearts or of Final Fantasy or something. Never say anything is impossible. Yeah, it's something like that at least. I'll have to double check that, but I know it's. I've definitely read that somewhere. Wow. Um, but yeah, 
Which again, this is like one of those chance, you know, things. I guess. That's so weird, dude. So glad they had they had that though. <laughs> yeah, so for sure. So yeah, I've I've got really so what it was, I bought into the hype that you know Kingdom Hearts was for kids and the dialogue's really bad, oh, and okay. I I this is because I was being silly. So I played the Kingdom Hearts three demo on PS4, and I was like, I'll try it out, see what it's like. And I played it, and I thought the gameplay is solid, dude. But oh, the, you played the, the Kingdom Hearts three on PS4 demo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I was like, the gameplay is solid, and then uh, this dialogue, the acting was fine, but the actual writing and delivery was really not very good. Oh. And um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to leave this for now. And then I listened to Kingdom Hearts one, dearly beloved, and I was like. I literally every single memory of playing that game just right back in my head yeah, after listening to that yeah. music. And I was like, whoa, whoa, this game, I must play this game again. It, it, it has to be more than just bad dialogue in solid gameplay. Like there's too much memory there for it to just be that. So I, I looked at, um, uh, you know, started looking at a playthrough and they got to like the 10 minutes in and I was like, I have to play this game again. There's, there's too much there's too much nostalgia there for me not to try to give this a go. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is Xbox, for some reason, haven't got any of the other games on there until about a month ago where they released package. So they've released 1.5 and 2.5 in one package and then 2.8 or whatever it is in one package. Mm. So now... I'm going to wait for Xbox to get the all-in-one package, which PS4 does, which is every Kingdom Hearts game ever in one bundle. Yep. Yep. And I'm sure it will come to Xbox. I don't know why it hasn't come yet. I've got to be honest, but moving I on. I think it's because Sony and the developers are Japanese-based, I want to say. Sure, Japan. but I just don't know why you, would, you wouldn't release the other game, Kingdom Hearts games before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out on Xbox, if that makes sense. I think because the original Kingdom Hearts games only were PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, that, that, so they've yeah. always had some sort of contract there potentially. I imagine. Yeah, like true. To get some sort of you know priority. Sure, but I, I hope the all-in-one package comes to Xbox, and then when it goes on sale, I'll probably buy it. Um, and It'll take a long time to play all of them. <laughs> it will. It will. But yeah. I'm I'm ho- I'm hoping to get to it one day. Um, and if that. not, at the very least, just play through Kingdom Hearts one and two. I've never played two, so mm. um, that's kind of where I stand on it. But uh, I think I think it's one of those things where, despite its flaws, it still has huge, it still has huge emotional impacts. So, and I think that's why there's so many people who love Kingdom Hearts still, because despite its flaws, it's still a meaningful game. Tell you what, the music is <sighs> something else, man. Like <laughs> the music is like one of the big factors on that, definitely. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad we both got nostalgia for that, you know. And you know, I I wouldn't have been exposed to that if you didn't let me borrow it. And uh, you know, I definitely took advantage of that because I must have borrowed it for months. But yeah, it was a great. Remember, I don't even remember that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. I think you had the um the platinum edition or whatever, and I think it was your dad's. Oh, but, yeah. No, you're yeah. right. I still have yeah. that. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. yeah it makes me want to just play the ps2 edition <laughs> yeah but... I, I was now looking um sort of at the the chapters and where where i seem to remember being in the in in 
in Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. So I'm one, two, I think I'm like five more. Ch- I'm like, I'm over halfway. Okay. And how did so, you find it? You just... Yeah, I just Googled like the... Cause no, 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 sorry. Sorry. What I mean was like, I know that another game came along in February, but how was your time with Kingdom Hearts 3? Oh, um, I see. Yeah, it was weirdly like memorable, very memorable. Like it, it sort of made me think back to one and two. But then I think there's because each each game has different worlds that you go to, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They're you know either from well they're they're from the Disney World. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure there's there's worlds in in three that have never been in previous ones because they were a bit newer. Yeah. Like Tangled um, and stuff like that. So yeah, Tangled. Strange choice, by the way. Frozen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I can't. I, I'm pretty sure Monsters Inc. wasn't in a previous one, although it could have been. Uh, Parts of the Caribbean. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Big Hero Six. They're like the main ones. Yeah. Everything else, I think, had been in it. So we had Toy Story before. We had Olympus before. Yeah. And Twilight Town, which is like the main town that you go to. So. Is it Traverse Town? Traverse Town? What's the town called? Twilight Town. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Shit. Okay. Was it called? Right. Was it called Traverse Town and the other ones? Let me have a. Oh, Seems like amateur now. Why is it? Twilight Town is a world. Yeah, Kingdom Traverse Hearts. Town and Kingdom Hearts One. Yeah. Okay, they must have changed the name then. Okay, interesting. Well, in anyways. Two, in two, it was Twilight, so they must have changed it. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm I'm hopeful that you know one day I'll be able to play through Kingdom Hearts. Dude, one you're again, gonna love so. three. Tell her you're gonna absolutely love it. Yeah, I hope I hope I can see past its flaws. So you know, we'll we'll see what That's happens. I don't but... I don't really see the flaws in it. Okay. Right, so you were saying that uh, bad writing. I like saw bad... the Toy Story cutscene and I was not impressed. I'll just say that. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. When I I think I think a lot of the problem with that is like. If you look too much into a game like that, you either notice it and then you don't enjoy it anyway, or you don't notice it and you just enjoy it, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And I'm sure that if I played it from the beginning, I would just be like, I wouldn't pay yeah, attention. I think you'd be to it. way too excited to even care about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like listening to a single that you don't like, but then hearing it in the album and then realizing its place oh, in the larger yeah, scheme yeah. of things. Uh, that's a really good comparison, actually. Uh, I'm Thanks, man. Yeah, that's good. It's, yeah, I mean, it's happened, you know. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't like that song, and then I listen to it in the album, and I'm like, oh, it makes sense now. So, friendly reminder that anyone can email in at contact at thegameopinion.co.uk with mm. any thoughts, feedback, comments, and hate. All energy welcome. And um, I think to finish off, Jay, we're just going to talk about what we're going to play over the weekend and the week. Um, do you want to go first since I've spoken way too much? Yeah, well, I mean, Borderlands 3. 
DLC two is the big one, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Guns, love and tentacles. I think this is actually the first time I've played a DLC for a Borderlands on release day. Well, Borderlands, uh, DLC one, right? No, it didn't do that on release day. Really? Um, didn't play any of the previous Borderlands, Borderlands one DLCs. Didn't play any of those on release day. Same with Borderlands okay. 2. I've always waited until they've all come out and then done them all in one go. <laughs> Weirdly. I don't know why. It's just how it's been with those. I even think Borderlands that, 1? Yeah, even Borderlands 1. I think Borderlands 1 DLC didn't come out until like way after the fir- like the initial release, right? So I'm not sure on the first three, but from what I remember, mate, the first three came out in fairly succinct... Oh my god. In fairly regular succession. Okay. But then the Claptrap one didn't come out for like months and oh, months. Oh, yeah, you're right. The Claptrap one is one that took forever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why, but... Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was bigger. Yeah. I, I only played the Claptrap one for the first time a few years ago, and I thought it was quite good, actually. But yeah. carry on. Um, yeah, so Borderlands 3 DLC 2. I'm very excited about it. It's it's reminding me a lot of previous DLCs from other Borderlands. So Yeah. Do you, what, what are your thoughts, then, on... You know, as we've talked about before, the excitement of being able to play these DLCs from day one and and basically be up to date with the game, if that makes yeah, sense. I'm liking that a lot more. I think Borderlands Three overall feels a lot more casual to me. Yeah, like it still has that behind the scenes, in depth like builds that you can still do with characters. And if you if you know certain things about certain uh, enemies to kill you can get the right legendary stuff like that like it has that in depth and the still to it but it feels a lot easier to play i think borderlands 2 was way too, weirdly borderlands 2 felt more difficult than what borderlands 3 on mayhem 4 does to okay. me like I, I felt like i died all the time in borderlands 2 it might have just been like my lack of skill at the time i'm not sure maybe i've grown quite a lot what character were you zero i think yeah, me too. I think he's yeah. the hardest one to do solo. Yeah, definitely. I think that's probably part of it. But um, yeah, no, I I just think I'm 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 glad that it feels at least more casual. So it gives yeah. me more of an opportunity to be able to do well in the game. And like I said before, as long as I'm being rewarded while playing a game, <laughs> I'm happy to keep yeah. going. So. Yeah. Two yeah. questions for you, mate. Firstly, do you think they will release any other main or small DLCs after these four from the season pass? Right, so there's there's DLC one, DLC two, and then it's gonna be a three and a four? I think so. Okay. Um Or at I least think three. Will, but it won't be for a few years. You think they'll give it a gap? Well, I think they'll either they're either working on five now. <laughs> Do you mean four? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say they've all. Let's say they've they did. Let's say they've spent the last however many years, seven years or so, doing the main game for Borderlands Three DLC one, two, three, and four, and they're already working on five now. I assume it's it, it's more like they're working on three now. I assume that's yeah, kind of the situation. They're either working on three now or they're finishing up three and they're about to start on four. Sure. Sure. Somewhere around there, which means that they're either going to make five and then maybe wait or bring it out straight after. I'm not sure. Or they might just finish. They might just leave it and say, yeah, we're done. Wait for the next one kind of thing. I think what I can appreciate there is how how much effort they're putting into this. They're, they're updating it a lot. Yeah. I think that's another thing I like about this one so far. 
the previous ones didn't really feel like it was I mean they obviously probably were looked after quite a lot and they probably were patched a lot but I think I'm a, I'm a lot more aware now seeing as I'm playing it as the DLCs are coming out it feels like yeah. I'm a lot more involved yeah but I definitely it's, it, feel more part of it definitely th- that kind of leads on to my second question which was that I don't think me and you are that usually tuned into these games when they have updates and content coming out because we're either late to the game and everything's already out yeah. or we don't bother so I was going to ask you, you know, is it exciting to be part of the release schedule and these updates and these patches and, you know, what's your thoughts on being involved in that ecosystem as it's happening? It kind of is now, actually. I, I feel quite close to the character I'm using on Borderlands, so if there's any changes made, I want to know about it, you know. Like, yeah. I like how she plays right now, so if there's, you know, anything to make it worse or better, I want to know, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm very pleased being involved now and, and, you know, sort of looking forward to patch notes rather than uh, never really knowing about them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and yeah. I think, you you know, you're definitely te- technically minded or, you know, through that path from our last week's conversation with Next Gen Specs, specs that you, I think you you like that detail. So Yeah, I, I definitely want to be a bit more involved in the the gaming community with with next gen coming up i want to like make a bit more of an effort like like we said before about 2013 the release of the xbox one it was very like nonchalant it was very like oh i guess it's coming out cool i'll get it i suppose you know it didn't really it didn't it didn't feel as exciting as this does like this i i think more from from the games that i know that are coming out like cyberpunk like i've seen that now and i'm like if if that's if that game's anything like how i imagine it's going to be then the next gen is going to be amazing. But if it isn't, I mean, I'm, I'm, I really hope that the games that we've seen so far really do play like how we've seen them play. Definitely. I think that's one of the main things keeping me excited at the minute for next gen. It's just like the the hope that the games are going to play and last. I really hope it lasts. <laughs> yeah, me too, mate. I think I hope it's like a good end game, really. I hope it just doesn't finish. I hope it's like not like a campaign. I hope it's a campaign, then there's after you can like continue doing things. Yeah, I, I'm two minds of that. It, I kind of like that, but then I also like the Borderlands pursuit, which is that okay, look, we're a single or we're a multi, you know what I mean? We're a single player yeah, base yeah. game, um, with a, with a campaign, but we've got new game. Oh, excuse me, it's the beer. Mm. We've got new game plus, and we've got DLC and patches and free updates that will keep you engaged and keep the game installed. And I I really like that approach. Mm. Um, and I think yeah, I think you're right. It's it's exciting to be part of that ecosystem because I, I I know that I'm never a part of it. Never really have games at, at launch either, so it's interesting. But um, I've been like part of that with like other games like League of Legends, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like they update that like on a weekly basis of like changing. You know they they have the they have you know what a PTR is? Nope. Uh, PTR is like a different server. There's like a like a pre-server where you can like test out new characters before they get released on the main servers. Okay. Yeah. So they have like test servers that people can like you know to basically balance the. Ca- they're basically like betas, but more efficient. Like you know they're there to sort of help you balance the character before they even come out. Yeah. Which I guess is you know what most betas are nowadays, but a lot of people can't do betas that efficiently but league of legends has been around long enough to be able to do that now 
but then you know in doing that all the time you sort of you get used to seeing all these patch notes and tweaks of certain characters and stuff like that so i'm kind of like i've had that experience before at least a little bit so i know i sort of know how to follow it at least yeah 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 and you're also going to play control or try to play control which we've spoken Mm. about and Mm -hmm. um final fantasy 15 15 yeah i've i've really like it looks amazing like it really does look like the you know the uh, all most final fantasies you know after 12 i'd say like final fantasy 13 and after all have a new sort of next gen look to them um and i really want to make a bit more of an effort now that i've got the time <clears throat> i know i know roughly how long it's going to take me to finish it so i want to be able to know right i've got this much time so i'll make a bit more of an effort to actually try and learn how to I think the main main thing for me is learning the combat. The combat seemed a bit tricky to me. Okay. So now I've got time to learn it. I think I'll I'll give that a go. I think, but that Great. probably. I mean, I don't know if I'll do that before or after control. Okay. I'll see how I feel. I mean, I've I've installed them both. So. Great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See how I, I'll be interested to see what you think, and I'm also uh, interested, Jane, what you think on this idea. So, mm. last gen, we talked about. Uh, Final Fantasy 13 last week which we're saving for next week but we talked about that and my question to you is I, I don't like the trajectory of Final Fantasy at the moment because it's basically one per generation at this rate which is a bit sad I think not including the MMORPGs so yeah you can look at this from two ways you can look at it from oh I don't like that it's taking so long to come because I want more of it but then you can also look at it from well, I'm glad they're taking this long because at least they're going to put the time in to make it better than it should be. Sure, right? sure. I think that's I have to look at games like that nowadays. If a game gets delayed, if anything, I'm actually more glad that it's delayed than than if it isn't. Yeah, yeah. To me, it means they care enough to Delaying. change so much just so they can get the game of a much better quality than they would have done if they pushed it for their original release date. And so yeah. many games have rushed to do that, like Anthem, which is probably the reason why it is so bad. If they'd wait another year, it probably would have been a completely different ball game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. any any time I hear that they're taking another year or two to bring out a game, I'm like, yes, thank you. I'm glad you did that because at least now, you know, you know, the what the worst, the only you know, the worst that can happen is me just having to wait a little bit longer, which I'm going to be able to do regardless. I've got plenty of other things to fill the time. Sure. So I'll just do that instead. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I will also acknowledge that that's technically not true, I guess, because we got two sequels, Final Fantasy Thirteen, which you know we we were talking earlier that Final Fantasy Thirteen two we both really enjoyed, and I know that Final Fantasy Fifteen they've released a lot of <laughs> DLC and and other oh, content a lot, yeah. a lot, so it's not like it's you know just the single game and that's it. But I just I guess I was looking for more consistent reliable uh, high quality final fantasy games but i'm not going to bother with 15 um which is sad you mean like but... assassin's creed type release schedule i do but even then it's one of those things jay in it where like only a few games a year come out where you think oh yeah they've spent you know that like that they've pretty much got it as good as it can be and mm. I don't, I don't think that's the case with a lot of Assassin's Creed. Despite five hundred thousand people working on the game, according to the credits, I, I don't rarely, I don't usually play an Assassin's Creed and think this is the best, this is the best possible um, Creed game this could be. If that makes sense. Okay. 
Do you disagree? Um, I'm trying to think. And I wouldn't want a Final Fantasy to come out every year. Definitely not. No, but... no. I think the Assassin's Creed situation of you know bringing out a game every year for however many years it was was a very unusual way of doing things and it yeah. probably it definitely benefited them it made them their reputation went up definitely you know their their name and their brand is you know a lot held to a higher standard now yeah i but think you're it, right it also helped yeah. that they had so many different places working on different ones at a time because didn't unity yeah. unity was just worked on by Ubisoft Montreal, I think, or is it? I want to say few... yes, but I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I want to say that they they had different developer studios working on a different, like almost like how the Call of Duties get released now. Like yeah, three I think developers uh, yeah. doing individual years each time. So right now, the people who are making the next Call of Duty started on it three years ago. Yeah, no. Like, uh, how amazing is that? Can you imagine if every game developer did that? That'd be insane. No, that that is cool. I guess it's just that uh, whenever every time I see the credits or whatever, it always seems like they've just got all hands on deck for the Creed games, and it doesn't seem as quite as structured as Call of Duty. But um, I I could be wrong. But I also think that it's it's a sorry, it's a funny thing because it seems like no matter how many people and money you put towards the game, you almost can't rush quality. If that makes sense. You could put a million people on a game; it would still take the same amount of times if you had a hundred or two or two hundred, mm. just because you need to be able to make the quality still good. I mean, technically, if you had you know a hell of a lot of people on a game, you could definitely get it done quicker. But yeah, would would the quality? Because I mean, I think I'd rather have a small team. You know, less eyes on one thing is sometimes a good thing because you know you're going to have so many different influences of different people changing and tweaking some different things that the, the chance of getting it's almost like chinese whispers you know the chance of getting the same input or the output is the same input is difficult you know the, fact, the thing that was whispered in one person's ear isn't going to come out the same the other the other end if there's a longer line you know the shorter the line the better that you are you're going to get to that closer right that first idea mm. um so you know sometimes that can be beneficial i guess it just depends on what it is i suppose i think in the in the case of Assassin's creed there's a lot that goes into them, but for uh, sure. yeah, 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 for sure. I, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, so the thing that comes to mind for me is the Spyro remakes, where I think the first one they made every dragon unique, and I was like, wow, this is incredible. But mm-hmm. that level of detail didn't seem to transfer over to the second and third game in the package. Sure. And I just couldn't help but think, oh, if only they had six months more time, they could have. You know, it, it could have been the best possible product, and I know that probably never exists because there's always improvements to do. But I just felt that they needed six more months to do what they really wanted to with that. But and the same with Assassin's Creeds, where I play them and I think, oh, if only they had a bit more time. But I guess you could say that about everything. So it is difficult. But yeah, I'm trying to think of an example of like a perfect game. Like a game that couldn't, you literally couldn't improve it on in any way. Rocket League. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I was thinking actually the new the Spider Man game, the more recent. PS4 Interesting. One. Interesting. Like, to me, the only other way you could improve that game is if you gave him a skill tree that was bigger. Intr- yeah, yeah. Like just that's just me personally. Like I love. Yeah. Like you know, you know, Path of Exile. Yeah. You played that or? Wait, which one's what is that? 
Uh, it's a. Uh, is that the Shooty Souls game? No, it's uh, Path of Exile is a free to play, bit like Diablo. But okay. It's like, it's like a mixture between WoW. It's like it's like Diablo style graphics, but it's like very long, very long. You can you can make a character that has very insane spells by the end of it. And okay. Stuff like that, you know, that type of like dungeon caller type thing. But my my point is, is that the the skill tree on in that game is big. Like you have to zoom way out for you to like get to the edges of it, essentially. <laughs> a bit like Final uh, Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, and I guess I mean you could make an argument that that would be kind of cool in in a game like spider-man um or at least bigger than it was yeah i get that or just just make it a bit more involved with like his abilities you know it all kind of felt quite simple but then again you know simplicity can be can mean a lot in in some games for sure well in terms of polish though there are always but always bugs in every game i would say red dead 2 might be the most polished game i've played um in terms of the detail um, but you're right, it's difficult to think of a game that was perfect. Inside comes to mind for sure. Oh, yeah. That oh, game is ridiculous. Journey. I'd never played the PS3 version, so I couldn't say for sure. Yeah, I played both. Um, was there supposed but, to be a difference? I d- no, I'm just saying I didn't know if there were any improvements made on the PS4 version. Uh, I basically. guess graphically, maybe slightly, but it's sure. all fairly the same. Might Maybe just like a you know slightly more high definition. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine much else. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. probably the more simpler games are probably like pretty perfect. I mean, even like Minecraft, you know, right? All the, all the simple stuff is probably pretty perfect because there's there's less to go wrong, isn't there? The more complicated the game, the more chance of uh, more things going wrong or needing improvement potentially. Yeah, and obviously it comes down to whether you and I agree on what needs improvement. But there's definitely some games that I've played where I'm like. For me, I'm sure it's funny, isn't it? Because you think it is yeah, a perfect game, and they come, and, they, <laughs> and then bad. they come out, yeah, and they come out with a sequel, and it makes improvements, and you think, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, unless so, Crackdown Two, when it went the complete opposite direction, <laughs> <laughs> or Three, which was just a bad game, but yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm playing. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, it's not. Maybe it's bad's the wrong term, but it wasn't great. It wasn't very yeah, good. Was I don't different. Think. I think just different is a, is a agree disagree type term, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it worked. It worked. Oh, it worked. it worked. was fun. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm also as soon as I pop off this podcast, I'm absolutely playing Borderlands Three DLC. Yeah, man. And any podcast that I listen to, I might go on Red Dead for a bit as well. But it'll mainly be Borderlands DLC for me. So yeah. See, I can't. I don't think I can do that. Do what? Sorry. Sort of go from Borderlands to Red Dead. I don't think I could do that transition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for they're me, it's different. like. They're very different. They are different. For me, it's kind of a. I really want to tick this podcast off my list, so I'll go on oh, Red sure, Dead sure, and sure, spend sure. two to three hours doing that sort of thing. Um, so that's kind of where my head's at. Um, mm. If I've got. Oh, actually. Oh yeah, I forgot to say it. I've started playing Psychonauts. Oh yeah, you did. You meant you did mention it before. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. is it Double Fine? Is that the? Uh-huh. Um, yep. Yeah. So I, I think me and you both love Brutal Legend, which might be one to put on History Dip next week. Oh, and true. um, 
and uh, yeah, so I started playing that today on my laptop on the TV in the other room, connected the HDMI to it, got it on the TV, which is cool. Yeah, and I started playing it, and I, I really, really like it. It's like an adult 3D platformer, and um, it's got some really smart things, and it's fun, and it's funny still. Um, so I'm, I'm really liking it. So whenever I get a spare chance, I think I'll start cracking on with that as well. But there's a lot of collectibles to do. I say Psychonauts 2 is coming out eventually. Isn't exactly. It? Yeah. Xbox exclusive, I imagine now, because um, Xbox own Double Fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that should be coming out. Uh, well, I think it was scheduled for this year, but God knows when it's coming out. But oh, yeah, I wanted to finish it. going to be postponed now, aren't they? I yeah, assume so. Too. But I, I wanted to finish the first one before the second one came out. But if, you know, if that does come okay. out on Xbox One, which I assume it will, obviously, um, that's going to be really cool. So, mm. so yeah. So, yeah, no, I wouldn't actually you... mind playing Psychonauts. I think uh, it's very I think you'd like it, mate. Yeah, no, I, I know a lot about it because I, I follow Funhouse on mm-hmm. YouTube. Uh, and there's a guy uh, in there called James Willems. And he that's like his favorite game of all time. He's very, he's very obsessed with that game. It's a good game. Uh, and and him sort of being in the world of like, you know, gaming, I think he's met with the the um, developer. The guy, the developer, the, the main developer. Tim Schafer. I think, yeah. I think he's even like going to be in the game or something. Oh, okay. Or, like right. have a voice role in it in like some capacity or something because he's like such a big fan. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I know enough. I think I might have even watched a gameplay of him playing it. Um, cool. But it does actually look weirdly. The graphics are obviously older, but it looks like the style of Xbox game that could still hold up. Like, yeah, I, I think still, it does. I could still see myself playing Blinks. I think look, I think with the right graphic settings, because it's on PC, you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> I, I know what you're saying about Blinks. I'm sure it, it looks worse in our oh, in real life than really our bad, heads. I kind of miss it. <laughs> I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, I think, I think you should I try think, it. I think you'll like it. Yeah, no, I think it's a lot more in depth than people think. It actually, is. there's a lot behind it. So yeah, I'll have to look. Dude, into it's it. it's it's quite funny. Yeah, quite surprisingly no. funny. I think it's um, fairly simple too, right? It shouldn't be that difficult to complete. Oh no! It is very much a three D platformer collectathon oh, through and sure, through. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like a for me it is kind of like a Spyro. So I'm 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 in love. It actually um, kind of reminds me of the the TV show Legion. <laughs> wait, what's that? Have you seen Legion? Don't think so. So Legion is a uh, Pro- Professor X's son. Oh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mutant, uh, and he's sort of. Uh, He's very like has a mental type ability, and okay. a lot of that is very similar to how I think Psychonauts is. It's all this sort of like magical, you know, psycho types stuff. So, yeah, okay, cool. There's, there's a comparison there somewhere. Trust me. No, no, no <laughs> I, I'm, I believe you. So, anything else you want to add for today, Jay? Oh, I think that's it. Okay, I think, uh, I think, yeah, we've covered quite a few things actually. Things we didn't even have listed. So. True, true. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to the next week, man. The next week's going to be full of very next memorable week's gonna moments. Next week's going to be good. Like, I'm going to, I know Borderlands is going to make me think and make me feel some type of way. So, good. I mean, good. I, I don't know if I might have not even said this before. I cried at the end of the campaign. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Like, legit cried. Yeah. To be fair, it's quite, um, like it's quite an impactful. Really, like I didn't, I didn't. And like, the when song, I, was playing it, I really didn't think it was going to affect me that much, but it brought a lot back. So, 
Yeah, I can see. I can see why. Uh, yeah, no, I did. The song kicking <laughs> I in. Surprised myself so much. It was the same. Yeah, no, I can see that. Um, yeah, no, cool. I, I I feel very connected to this game, so I'm just going to be one of those ones held in, you know, high regard. I'm sure in both of our lives, right? Yeah, it 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 came out when we wanted it finally, and I think it's delivering. So, um, oh, I'll definitely look back on it in favorable light. Definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Well, thanks for your time and yeah. contribution. Yeah. Um, 